City Jerks podcast. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah, well, tell you, stranger, you can shoot yourself right down, and I'll tell you a tale. Tale of Jerks and Tale of Rain. That's the Rain City Jerks podcast. Your host, Jay Markowitz and Jack Slattery. All right, here we go. We're recording. Boom. Rain City Jerks, episode eight. Number eight. I think so. We made it. We made it. Large number eight. Episode is there seasons? Are you guys like season one, episode eight? We are season one right now. It's se- season one is going to be a really long season. Perfect. I can't Just, wait till I come back for episode fifty-eight. For uh, that'll be season, season two. One. That'll be season two. Oh, know. it's episode fifty-eight for season two. What's that? The season's going to be a year long. In my mind, that's isn't doesn't that I mean? How else would you do it? That seems logical, right? I, I mean, we all just exist as figments of your imagination. So what goes on in your mind? It's a way to do it. Yeah, this yeah. isn't happening at all for anyone but you. This That's some good acid you ate, Jack. Yeah. You know what? If that was true, I would be completely fine. If I just woke up in a few <laughs> years and they're like, that was all a coma dream, I'd be like, wow. Okay. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, I would be disappointed if this was my... I feel like my coma dream would like happy and like fantastical and there'd be like unicorns and like theme parks and stuff. But yeah, if my if coma it, dream, it was just like, oh yeah, you, you know did a couple what? podcasts. You know what? If you're right, you're, you're completely right. If, this, if I woke up and they were like... The last seven years of your life was a coma. I'd be like, "What a boring dream!" Like this is if, the peak of your imagination. If this is the peak of my imagination, like I could be doing better. I could, like, I could at least have a tail. Or well, something. no. Then you wake up from your coma and you're like, "Oh, I'm a tile salesman." Yeah, get to selling that tile, Jack. That's true. Oof. Better put, for put you right care. back in the coma. Do it. Do, <laughs> do I still look like me, or am I just like an elderly black man? Maybe. Man. You're a Korean woman. Actually. A Korean woman in real life. Yeah, you're a Korean. Okay. Woman. Uh, north or south, you can decide. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I think that's the actual situation. All right. I it's think great we should, being a white guy, though. I think we right shouldn't now. introduce our guest uh, before we get too much deeper. Absolutely. Uh, joining us today for Rain City Jerks uh, is traveling comedian Eric Escobar. Hello. I'm your favorite Korean female comic. Um, this is my uh, fever dream. No, it's not. It's reality, and I'm happy to be here. It's everyone's co-creative fever dream. Yeah. Oh, I like that. So it's like the metaverse. It's a mass hallucination, yes. Oh, ex- very exciting. I'm excited. It is kind of. I know we have all, all you beautiful listeners are audio-torally listening to us, but visually, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a vampire I've been wait- paper mache. I'll, I'll just be honest. I've been waiting for someone to talk about this space. It's great. It's Thank wonderful. You. We have okay. a great hollow body base, a Kent base, a Kent base, it's a Kent base. Yeah, Japanese owl masks, tiger print futon. Ooh, yeah, you know this guy fucks. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he does. It, I, it's, it's, it's for it in the, the owl mask. It sets the tone, right? Like you, you walk into a basement apartment and there's a tiger print futon. You're like, oh, this guy. Your, fucks. your options are to either fuck or run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Funny enough, at the same time, also an option. Also an option. Get yeah. your exercise in. Burn those carbs. Get while your steps. You eject. You know, actually, that's a perfect segue to <laughs> uh, our, our, our first question. We have a submitted question today. Okay. From, Ooh, one, of our, from one of our listeners. He's in Rhode Island. Uh, he goes by the name Monkey Master. And uh, we talked about him actually... In episode one, I believe, wherein he was my friend who was really into moshing. Okay. And so, monkeys, apparently. And monkeys. 
Uh, Old world or new world monkey master? Ooh, good question. I don't really know. He spells uh, it M-U-N-K-Y. Mm. Definitely old world moshing, though. Yeah. Let's, uh, he is an the, old world mosher. Yeah, let's make sure we correct that. Uh, wall of death and spin kicks. <laughs> he was all about spin kicks. Okay. Quick aside, have you guys uh, seen that YouTube video of the band Yellow Card trying to start a wall of death? I, I, have, I have. I have yeah. not. If you want to see about 517 to 18 year olds who just love life and uh, ska shoes, oh my God, they are. Is Yellow Card ska? They're not ska, but you remember those checkered shoes? Those yeah, checkered. Those I feel like that's the, the that's the yellow yeah. card vibe. Is yeah, what okay. I mean. the yellow card yeah, fan yeah. vibe. They're not ska, but they do have a violinist. So take with that what you will. Very wall of death. Does he shred on the violin? He does do a backflip. Well, well, he did it 15 years ago. While playing he violin? He would do it during the break. So he'd be like, way, way, away from you I'll be. And then it would be pause and then do a backflip off the amp. And then we go, oh, and then they go, way, 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 so you can't see. I like Yellow Card, putting that out there. Okay. Yeah. I'm com- I know the name. I'm completely unfamiliar with the band. It's uh, It gets me as much action as that Tiger Print couch. Okay. Um, yeah. So All right. Maybe I should break band. into it. Maybe I should break into it. I break got a Yellow it. Card recently. You're- Ooh. Oh, yeah. my God. Foul language at a pinball tournament. <laughs> not acceptable that is not where i thought you were going with that uh neither neither one that's not where i thought my life was going but <clears throat> so monkey master he uh wants to know are what are some recommended uh exercises for aging weirdos outside of you know just the traditional lifting weights and going on a treadmill like for me i roller skate a lot and uh that's a great workout uh what are some other suggestions for aging weirdo workouts? You can do a wall sit. You can like read a book Ooh. or get on your Kindle and just wall sit for a minute. That's a, a good, good one. I should, I should do that. One eighteenth of a chapter. Yeah. It's great until you cry. How long yeah. can you do yours? Can you, how long can you wall sit for? I feel like I used to be able to wall sit for like a minute. Like I could go a minute with a good wall sit. Now I can go maybe like, now I just don't. Okay. Yeah. 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 Don't wall sit. Uh, you could do like a wall sit plank superset. So you wall sit as long as you can, then you plank for as long as you can, and then you wall sit for as long as you can, and you plank for as long as you can. I like that until you shit yourself is kind of my metric. And then you lose more weight too. That's true. That's true. It's a win-win. Yeah. I don't think I would get to the plank before I did the shat. I think I would just like five seconds in the wall sit. Oh no. Well, that makes the wall sit harder because it's slippery. Ah. And you've got to use different muscles to keep yourself from sliding down. That's true. Shit on the wall. There's a lot of sliding going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's for aging weirdos. You know, we've got to slide <laughs> gracefully. Well, what does he want to work out? Does he want like muscles? He's want to lose weight. No, by knowing Monkey Master, what do you think his his vibe is in terms of? Well, okay. So we, he and I, used to be gym buddies, among other things. We were. Lovers, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were gym buddies for a while, and he he was never really concerned with weight per se. He was mostly concerned with like muscle mass. Okay, but he is kind of a fat fuck, so uh, he might want to lose some weight. He's like, I think forty two at this point. If I okay, so still a young buck. He's still a young buck. He's got a lot of life ahead of him. I don't know if his diet. Unless he doesn't. I don't know if his diet has changed dramatically, but he 
subsisted largely on uh, Wendy's and Taco Bell for most of the time that I knew him. I feel like the square patty cuts off more calories because you don't have the full circle. So maybe that's, you know, not as bad. Yeah, we would, man, we would load up on Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers. Mm. And then we went to, there was a 24-hour gym that we would go to. (laughs) And so we would just, like, gorge on Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers and then go to the gym at, like, midnight till 2 a.m. And the guy working at the gym was a personal trainer during the day. So he would just, like, get bored and just, like, tell us what to do. Oh. So we got, like, free personal training. For a personal trainer to work at Wendy's. No, no, no. He worked at the gym. Oh, just I like just like it from you know the late shift, just making extra cash. Uh huh. And so he was bored, and he was like, "No, you don't want to work out like this." And he would just like do tell, this thing. He would just like thing. tell us what to do, and then it was awesome. I feel like that's how I justify my eating habits. I'll be like, I can have like four triple cheeseburgers because I walked two blocks and had a salad last month. You know what I mean? Like, You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It evens out. It evens out. What you got to do is you just got to get a 35-pound kettlebell. Got one, mm. yeah. Well, got one, and you walk to Wendy's carrying the kettlebell. Ooh, the farmer carry. Farmer like carry, that. either in one hand down by your side. You can rack it up on your shoulder, mm-hmm. overhead if you're feeling saucy. And, uh, yeah, you've earned your Wendy's by the you time have you walk there. If you get a 25-pound kettlebell, though, you only get Burger King. You, don't, Burger deser- King. you don't deserve Wendy's. Uh, or Hardee's. Or Hardee's. You know. Or maybe like a weighted vest and those weighted ankle things. Just sure. like blow it out. Mm-hmm. And then you drive the whole way. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even, uh, really and I can't that. recommend roller skating enough for a great cardio workout. And uh, if... You're you got you, you seem dubious of roller skating, Jay. I mean, the wheels are doing most of the work there. Well, let you me tell you, my, my heart is pumping. I am sweaty. It is. How how, how long does it take for what to, to to get a good workout roller skating? I th- well, you know, it depends on the person, right? Jack, I love you, but you're you're, you're a sweaty guy. I'm a sweaty like, guy. You'll sweat in like the first three minutes. Well, That's... you might just be sweating because you see people seeing you in roller skates and you're insecure and afraid of their judgment. No, quite so the opposite. I, I, I want that. No, like, it's that he's turned on that yeah. looking at it. Oh, my yeah. Lord. No, I, I, during Some roller the, skates and a cheetah couch. During, Ooh, that's a good night. During the oh, yeah. pandemic when I couldn't do comedy, I got my public validation by roller skating aggressively in front of crowds. I like that. I, like uh, I wear a cape sometimes. Oh my lord! Uh, Do you ever wear this uh, paper mache count? Uh, I did. Well, I made a music video with that. Oh, yeah. Were you wearing roller skates? In the I was. Video? Yeah. You know the what? song is called Night Skate. You can find it on YouTube. Oh, full circle. I'm having a great time. Okay. <laughs> great. Uh, Do it. Any more advice from Monkey Master? You know, probably just eat healthier. Yeah. And uh, take up roller skating. And I like the farmer carry. Just start farmer okay. carrying. Intermittent fasting. Just starve yourself for the Intermittent first fasting, six yeah. to eight mm-hmm. hours that you I get think up. he was riding a bicycle a lot, but it's winter in Rhode Island, so probably not as much probably right now. Probably not very far. Yeah. 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 But you can bike the state in about 20 minutes. Um, it is a very small place. Very small place. Not actually an island. I grew it's up true. on an island like in Rhode Island. weeks ago. Oh. Say again? I learned that Rhode Island wasn't an island like three weeks ago. I have a friend who I worked with who was from Rhode Island, and if we ever drove somewhere for more than like 20, 30 minutes, yeah. she would pack a lunch 
And I'm like, why are you packing a lunch? She's like, we're going, we're going on a day trip. I'm like, no, we're just like going to the bank. It's just like 30 minutes away. But I guess in Rhode Island, if you go more than 30 minutes, they're like, oh, that's a big deal. I mean, you're pretty, mu- you're pretty much going crossing state lines at that point, yeah. Gosh, golly. Gee willikers. It, it takes 45 minutes to drive from the southernmost tip to the northernmost tip. An oh, hour, Lord. maybe. It's a, that's like diagonally across the state. Yeah, that's the yeah. furthest route you could take. Yeah, that's like a whole episode of Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, my mom. Uh, I'm from Rhode Island, mm-hmm. and um, my mom. She live. My parents. They live on an island in Rhode Island, and if she has to leave the island, she's bringing a she's bringing a lunch sack lunch. Yeah. Great, it's Great. it's too much. She doesn't leave the island. <laughs> is are all the resources on the island? Like, is there like you know grocery stores? Yeah, and like post office. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah, all the stuff great no high school middle school no high school okay it's not a resource kids don't need that yeah you have to go off island for high school that's a big deal when that happens wait so you take like a boat to school nope we got two bridges oh yeah i got it it's accessible that's good wow good geography lesson i hope uh monkey masters not only learning about how to say more fit but also learning how to travel in rhode island well he didn't go to high school just because the bridges weren't built there yet Mm. And his parents were just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> He's like, we'll, we'll teach him about monkeys. <laughs> uh, ooh, ooh. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Scratching and sniffing your arm. Jay, one day I will get you on roller skates and you'll see you'll see how uh, much you'll, of a, you'll, you'll a, never a, get a good a good work back. a good workout it is. Also, once you move into jam skating, that is the dance skating of roller skating. Uh, it's, it's hard as fuck, man. You gotta have, like, it's very I mean, difficult. I, I don't disagree with you that it's difficult. <clears throat> but it takes, like, extreme muscle control, is what I'm saying. I can attest to this, because I, uh, I was, I was working on this project, and they asked me during the audition, oh, do you know how to roller skate? Roller skating's involved. And I was like, sure. And I got there, and it was very awkward, and I looked like a big old dum-dum. Hmm? It's hard to balance. It's you you kind of look like a dum dum on or off skates. Yeah, you're but insulting our guest. <sighs> I quit. Hey, I, I mean that in a very pro dum dum way. You know what? You guys can have Monkey Master on next time. It'll be, uh, be better. <laughs> you like pinball? It's okay. We're talking about how much we love pinball. I pinball, do like pinball. Pinball brethren. You're a pinball guy. I am. Whenever I uh, travel. Uh, if comedy at night and then after comedy I try to find a karaoke bar I like uh-huh. karaoke but during the day I always try to hit up pinball arcades if they're around because you were saying there weren't a ton around and now they're like growing oh, and everywhere. exploding thank you Stern thank Stern, you, Stern Electronics Corporation please sponsor this podcast what's your uh, go-to karaoke song uh, Super Bass by Nicki Minaj okay yes definitely first and then second is going to be I'm probably Crazy in Love by Beyonce and then third is going to be Any Linkin Park Wow. That's the way to do it. Yeah. I stand by these choices like you stand by your rollerblades. Sure, sure. Regardless of the attention, let's go. Yeah, I've only done karaoke once. Uh, I would do it again, but it's just, I don't know. It feels weird to me. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm also half Filipino, and I feel like Filipinos love karaoke. Oh, yeah. Like, my family, everyone, oh, it's the best. They, like, bust out the machines at, like, Christmas parties. Oh, they have their own... Yeah, it's home machines. I was just at a five below. You guys know five below? Yeah, no. ice cream no. joint, right? 
you know what? I actually thought it was an ice cream place because it looks like a five. It lo- it sounds ice creamy. Yeah, yeah. But it's a store where everything's like five bucks or less. Oh, okay. And I went there, and they had five dollar karaoke machines. They're like five watts. They break in a couple weeks, but you know what? I bought four of them. You get your money's worth. You do. You definitely do. And how, you do you put a a, how do you put a song on it? Does it come preloaded? You Bluetooth it. Oh. So you Bluetooth. It's basically just a speaker with it's a mic a, attached to it. Yeah. But it's great. It's about this big. For you listening, it's about uh, this big. Yeah. About yay big. About yay big. Not boo big, but yay big. You could bring it on an airplane. You could put oh, it, you, yeah. You could put it in an overhead compartment. You I, have uh, to put it on airplane mode, though. Mm-hmm. Got to cut out the Bluetooth. Is that how it works? I'm pretty sure it is. I think so. That would be yeah. amazing if someone brought a karaoke machine on a plane and just started performing mid-flight. Oh, I would be thrilled. I would sign for. I would sign up for the list, and I'm going to go fourth. You Sounds know like I mean? something they do on Southwest Airlines. Yeah. yeah, maybe a spirit move. I'm sure Frontier just free they, karaoke they... night on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> we have twenty five dollar flights and uh, an annoying hour and a half. Oh, put, put me next to the screaming babies. <laughs> They're actually going fifth. Yeah, oh, they got they got to follow me. So we'll see. Um, great rendition of "In the End." Really, really good. Doesn't even matter. Oh my god, I love you so much. What's what's your go-to or favorite uh, pinball game? Jay's Jay is a ACDC pinball guy. Ooh, that, that's his favorite. It's a good one. It's a good 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 game. Uh, we were talking about uh, Goliath before, which isn't a go-to because there's probably like three of them in the whole world. But is this um, a Bible-based? It, no, it's uh, it's well, maybe in, in, it's in like the sense Greek that god Goliath base. is from the Bible, but this pinball machine itself is a Goliath. It's, it's about huge, three times the size of a standard machine. Tell oh. them about the ball. The, How the, big the, is the, the ball? The ball is a cue ball from a pool table. Oh wow! Isn't that insane? That's insane. It's huge. Uh, yeah, gigantic. I was telling him how uh, I played one in San Francisco, and sometimes you, um, what is it called, you bank it, and you just like hold it for a second, you cradle so, like, up, yeah, you cradle up. I was cradling up, and then my uh, <laughs> my arm started uh, falling down because the ball was so heavy; it was pushing down the flipper. Um, yeah, very beautiful. I like that one. I like. Uh, I think the Star Wars one is really fun. The new one, you can like choose between characters. There's like different missions. Um, I'm a big sucker for just like I, I like uh, I like lights and sure. I like um, I like easy uh, ball saves. Easy ball saves. Yeah. So anything like an easy ball save, oh my god. Yeah, it's great. Well, that's that's. So they make some pinball machines for people that want the most punishingly difficult experience available, <clears throat> and they have ones that are just for people to flip and have fun. You should you should play the Mandalorian pinball machine if you see. Is it, it new? It's got to yeah. be. Most it's of new. It. It's based off of the uh, you know Star Wars. You already like it. Yeah. Uh, it's got a little baby Yoda in the corner. Oh my god. Yeah. Actually, you know what's a really good one that I always play if I can find it? The uh, Stranger Things one. Yeah. Have you played the Stranger Things one? Because um, once you knock down all of the whoops, you know what I mean? The drop targets in the middle. Right? Oh, my God. The Demogorgon comes Demogorgon out. Demogorgon pops up. Very like exciting. the scariest vagina. It, it, it does. Right in the middle of the Can you not field. see it? Like It's behind a wall. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. you knock down the targets and the wall comes down. And then there it is. And you got to shoot the ball into the Demogorgon's mouth. It's wonderful. There's one that's uh, – I think it's – the. I think it's like Monster Rock Band, Monster, yeah, Monster Mash. Bash. Yeah, 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 that's great because there's like five different like Demogorgon type things where you know what I mean. Like if you hit this thing, 
and you play that game and it wins, like a mummy pops out or like yeah. Dracula pops out or like there's a lot, I like when hidden things come out, you know what yeah. I mean? Because when yeah, you yeah. know it's just like a tangible way of being like, all right, I'm winning. Like That's these pinball magic, baby. Oh, I love it. Pinball magic. Really makes you wonder what would happen if Frankenstein, Dracula, the Bride of Frankenstein, the Wolfman, the Mummy, and the Creature from the Black Lagoon did form a rock band. I would buy all of. The, I would buy uh, all of their albums. Buy yeah, yeah, I know that. Every last one. Eh, I, would, I would. Who would you put on? Download what? them. I mean, do you want to know what my opinions are, or, or what they are in the the pinball game? Both. I mean, they put they put the creature from the Black Lagoon on the sax. Correct. And I Cor- feel like correct. that's... Wolfman is the drummer. Is correct. that correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Correct again. Um, I'm dis- when I'm saying correct, that's just like, yes, that is, I, I approve <laughs> the this. right decision. Frankenstein's... I think he's keyboard. the bass guy. Oh, he's, he's the, the keyboard. He's the keyboard. All right, cool. Who'd, who'd, he would either be keyboard or bass. Those are the only two for him. Who's the bass man in this the monster? The bass player is the mummy. Uh, I mean, I dis- silent types. Yeah, the silent yeah, types yeah, always right? play bass. Okay, fine. Yeah, I disagree with that, but the silent type thing. And Dracula yes. is lead guitar, obviously, Great. and the bride is singer. Fine, I love it. That, you know that works. That works. I'm, I'm, I'm fine like, with that. They made video promos for all of these pinball machines back in the '90s. No way. Yeah, it, it's they're really bad. Like campy VHS, you know the, the 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 Bally Williams, the pinball manufacturer. They would send VHS tapes out to like arcade operators, and uh, you know they got actors to play all of the different monsters. That's wild. Cut a promo for this monster bash machine. I'll I'll, I'll link to it in the uh, episode description. It's a great YouTube hole you guys are looking at. Oh, and yeah, you'll find the the list, and it's like thirty different ones for all of the different pinball machines that came out in the nineties. Which one's the cringiest you've seen? Probably Popeye Saves the World. <laughs> Is it like a superhero Popeye? I don't think I played this. So it, it it was kind of like a Popeye mixed with Noah's Ark kind of thing, where you've got to save animals and get them on the Ark. Th- th- this this Popeye Saves the World pinball machine was kind of credited with with killing pinball. Oh my in the, god! In the late nineties, it was that bad. It was that bad. But wow. how could one game kill pinball? So it was kind of like <clears throat> do, you, uh, do you grease it with a uh, olive oil? <laughs> <laughs> but go on, please. Um, <laughs> so uh, home arcade, or not home arcade, but like uh, you know Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo sixty four. Those were all kind of coming out in the mid to late 90s, so people sure. didn't have to go to arcades anymore. You know, you're all of the age demographic where until you were like 10, 12 years old, you know, arcades were the place to be. For sure. They I'm 74, and in the 40s, boy, oh boy, was it a good time. Yeah, tell us how much bread was. I was uh, th- 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 two fingers. One buffalo nickel. <laughs> yeah, but the popularity of... Uh, home consoles mixed with Popeye Saves the World. Yeah. There should be a documentary over. made about Popeye Saves the World. Well, there's a promo video for it. So that's, that's halfway Does there. Robin Williams play Popeye? I, I think it might have made reference to the, the Popeye movie. movie. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, you wouldn't like the game. I probably, you know what? I'd give it a shot. You'd give it a I'd shot. Give it a shot. Go play something yeah. else. I would give it a shot if it was fifty cents or less. Ain't paying oh. seventy five or a dollar. Not even, not even the three for two. Not even gonna go for that. Good, good luck finding fifty cent pinball anymore. 
I so there are a couple arcades out there. But I really like this concept where it's um it's hourly. Yeah. So you'll pay like absolutely. ten bucks, and you just like play for an hour, fifteen bucks, play for an hour, and I like that because um. So I remember growing up, I remember like the Simpsons. Remember oh, that yeah, like button masher sure. game? It was sure, great. Sure. But I would only play like the first two le- levels because I only had a buck. You know what I mean? And that was just a quarter eater for sure. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. That's you they die you. so easily. Yeah. That big fat clown that bounces. Oh, it's horrible. Same but, with the X Men game. Just any, a real clown. Oh, yeah. 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 But when you pay like your entry fee and you just play forever, you can like get through games and actually finish things. And you can practice pinball really well because pinball can be a little expensive. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Dollar a pop sometimes. I'm even more now. That- Ten dollars in an hour, you play like nothing. Yeah. Oh my lord. Yeah. But I will waste it all on Tetris. Mm-hmm. Something I could get it on my phone. I was a big fan of that uh, Pokemon pinball. Remember that for the uh, Game Boy Color? I don't think it was for Advance. I do color. remember that. That was a good game. Yeah. I think that really kind of inspired my pinball. That and the uh, the PC game. Yeah, Space Cadet Pinball. Yes. In full disclosure, I am not a pinball guy, but I'm appreciative of. I'm learning about the culture. I feel like uh, I. I like pinball, but being around someone who like knows pinball and gets like soaked out pinball, it, it like levels <laughs> up. Like, do you have any friends who are like from like New England or the area, and like yeah. they start saying like "wicked," and then out of nowhere you're talking like you're. I mean, I grew up there. in New England, but yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like you just when you when you get a little bit, then I'm like, mm-hmm. ah. yeah. No, I I started ironically saying the word "water." Oh. I had a coworker from Boston, and now I can't shake it. Yeah, and then you just say, oh, I'll you got say some water. And people look at me like, what? Why did you say it like that? <laughs> it makes sense if you've got a Boston accent. It's like, oh, it's charming. You say most words wrong. Uh, but yeah, then someone just talks normal, except for when they say water. Mm-hmm. People the, get suspicious. The New England accent is fascinating because there's it's like certain words, but like their regular dialect is pretty common. You know, it's regular. American English. Yeah. Because I remember I was, I think I was in Boston or somewhere, and I forgot where I was, somewhere in New England, and I was running a car, and I was talking to the cashier person, and she was so charming and so nice, spoke, you know, like the rest of us, and she was like, all right, honey, like, you know, um, good luck with your travel, it's going to be a good time, all you got to do is go down the hallway, and then I uh, go down the stairs, and that's where you'll find your car, and it like came out like <laughs> so aggressively and out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh my lord, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy how it just pops out for these certain things, you know what I mean? I had a buddy who, uh, we grew up in LA together in high school, and I, uh, he moved to New York, I had a show in New York. And we only, he was only out of L.A. for like a few years. You know what I mean? He wasn't like a New Yorker anyway. Well, he was a New Yorker, but he, he was an L.A. boy at heart. And I remember we were talking. He was like, yeah, later on, do you want to go to the bar? And I'm like, you're from Carson, California. Don't tell me you're saying bar like that. You know what I mean? A year living in New York. Like this isn't – it was very strange. Isn't that a great story? That's a great story. Thank you. I bring the great best Great story about a great city. It is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm a mimic like that. If I'm around someone speaking in a weird way, like I will just pick it up right away. Oh, uh, do you ever do it and it gets into like some hot water? No, but I was in Australia once and I was hanging out with these uh, Irish people in Australia and we were getting like drunk as fuck as you do, and I just put on an Irish brogue, which I can't do in normal life. Yeah. Like I don't know how to do it, but like I would just start it and I was like, I can't like. I'm not meaning to do – like, I don't know why I'm talking like this now. Well, I think half a bottle of JMO is why you're talking like it right now. Yeah. <laughs> it, was an, it was kind of embarrassing, honestly, but no. not really hot water. I was just like, this is weird. Yeah. I'm just hanging around a bunch of Irish people, and now I sound like it. I like how you were with Irish people in Australia. It's a lot of cultures coming together. Very beautiful. Yeah, well, they're part of the 
Commonwealth, Commonwealth yeah. so they can oh. travel and work freely. So uh, people in the British Isles, when they go, when you know, before they go to uni or whatever, they take some time and go down to Australia and kick it for six months, eight months, or whatever. That's cool. Uh, thank Longer. you, um, California Public uh, School Geography class, which we didn't have. I didn't know. Is I mean, you the, probably learned a lot about California. We did. We learned about the, the 49ers. Sure. The Gold Rush. Yeah, Joe um, Montana. Yeah. No. Yes. Maybe. Joe California. Joe Exotic. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, he Lives was... in neither Montana nor California. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. But it's the only Joe I know. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I don't know him, but... If you I did, know of him, I would I would give him some California love. Would you like to meet him? He's in the other room. I'm good. I'm okay. good. But I would love to meet Carol Baskin. I would. Uh, that'd be great. Ah, well, we got the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Have you ever had acupuncture? Um, no, no, I haven't. Me either. It I've seems... never had acupuncture. No, that's surprising <clears throat> to me. It uh, of you. So you've had a lot of needles stuck in your skin. I can tell. Mm, well, I guess. I mean, sure. Yeah. You have a lot of tattoos. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, of the woo, semi, I don't really believe in it. It was what it comes down to. I don't know if I, I don't know if I really believe in it, and okay. I don't really want to pay to maybe find out. Okay, okay. So you don't believe that they stick needles in you? No, I believe they stick needles in you. I just don't know if I believe that, like, like pressure points are sticking really a, sticking a needle in you will release the chi build up in various sectors of your body. What, what do you believe will release the chi build up in various sectors of your body? Well, I'm not sure that I believe in chi uh, build up. An OnlyFans subscription will release the chi build up. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. You can build that up. Uh... Mm-hmm. Release that chi every night, a couple times, maybe. You gotta, the cheese. You gotta mm-hmm. save that organ energy. <laughs> uh, I had some acupuncture this week. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What's your What's your opinion on its um, like physical effectiveness? Because I think part of it might be like really like you know like mental. Somatic. Yeah, for sure. But like, how do you feel it affects your body physically? So I don't really know how it works. Mm-hmm. Like I've studied a little bit about how it works, but you have to study. Like as long as to be a medical doctor, to be an acupuncturist, Um, every time I've got it, it works, though. It addresses the thing that I have a problem with. And, you know, the the practitioners, they have this idea, this knowledge of the map of the different, they call them meridians in your body. You know, for different organ, they go all over your body, down your A lot of it's in your feet, right? Well, you know, they they do points in your feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when you say it works is, um, okay. So, so, so what is it I like mean, pain going away? Is it like release? Is it like relief? What, what's the, what do, what do you mean by that? So this, this last time that I got acupuncture, I was having some, uh, embarrassing, uh, genital problems. Oh no. Let's say that yeah. happens. It's Wait, okay. you can cure herpes with, uh, acupuncture. Yeah. You just stick the needle in the sore. Oh. oh my god. It's an ancient Chinese secret. No, but like I was having this feeling that I always had to pee. Yeah. Like I Maybe that's a uh, diabetes. It, that was something that I considered. Mm-hmm. But it's like I take a leak and then it's like oh I got to go right again. Yeah. And there's no problem during the day, but then at night you're laying there and it's like fuck, I got to pee. You can't turn your brain off. 
And I uh, get it. That's that's me. Yeah. No, you want to turn your brain off. No. Yeah. I'm getting older. Uh, you know, things start to go south, down south. <laughs> and so I went to like a regular doctor and he was like, dude, you've just got like a UTI or an STD. Oh my God. And I'm like, really? That's what's going on? And he's like, uh, I'm afraid so. Yeah. And so they did some tests. They gave me some antibiotics and it was no dice. You know, I felt. Still had to pee. Still had to pee. Still a little discomfort in the area. Uh, Are you a big like caffeine person or sugar person or anything like that? No more um, than the average person. Yeah, I mean, I, I I use those things and I drink a lot of water. But no matter how I kind of regulated that, I was still peeing all the feeling time. Feeling it, and I was I did some I did some research into alternative sources, and it turned out what I was doing is that I was kegeling too much during sex. Oh, yeah. So like, I like to have sex a long time. It's like, oh, I don't want to come. Let me just crank really hard on my kegel muscles. Yeah. Boom, no problem. And I was doing that so much that those muscles got, like, too tight. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I never knew such a thing could happen. And so... That's uh, the price of good sex, man. Hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a that pleaser. That and $40. $40. Whatever. Yeah. Who are you getting sex from for $40? Let's stay on topic of your uh, line of Okay, talking. we'll t- we'll talk after the cast. <laughs> Sounds good. for the page. Yeah, we'll go visit Joe Exotic. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, you know, I called up my acupuncturist friend and she's like yeah we'll give you some acupuncture and we're talking about the points that she's going to do on me and of course points in the feet points in the hand you know a couple points in the lower back and i can see her kind of hemming and hawing as we get to the end of the conversation and she's like okay well the last needle that we want to do is going to be in your perineum Mm. and i was like you have two neums a pair of them? A pair of them, yeah. Well, then it's like I didn't know what that word meant until, like, last week. That's the taint. The, exactly. She said the, the taint. Say it taint so. Taint misbehaving. <laughs> That's what was going on. And So she put a needle right in your taint. She put a needle right in my taint. How'd it feel? Was this awkward showing your taint to your friend? So the way that I was able to get around that is He's I... not answering the question. Mm-hmm. Not answering the... I, I made a hammock around uh, my ball sack with a sheet and kind of held it up while she okay. was doing her thing. It could have been an armpit. It, it, it couldn't have been an armpit. It could have been an armpit with a pair of balls in it. Okay. Yeah, take a good shower that day. Yeah, you know. Um, and so the way that I can describe this working, so she stuck the needle in and it felt like a little something was happening. Okay. Like you ever you ever had a massage before? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when they push on the tension spot oh, and like, it feels kind of good, but kind of bad also, yeah. and then they keep pushing on it and the tension just kind of melts away. Yeah. That's how it feels when the acupuncture needle goes in there. Oh, and so interesting. she stuck the, the, the needle in and I was kind of like, eh, I don't know, not really anything going on there. Why don't you try like a centimeter further back? I was just trying to get her to put it in my butthole. Mm-hmm. Mm. But she puts it, you know, one little centimeter further back, and I can feel it's like oh reactive differently. Oh my god! And I could feel that kind of tension dissipating. And you know, she's like, "All right, I'm gonna go let you rest for a second. I like how I, I wouldn't necessarily. I think I would be open to acupuncture, but I don't think I'd be open to paying for acupuncture yeah. for the healing properties. But I definitely would pay for someone to poke a needle in the right part of my taint. Yeah, absolutely." Yeah. Um, and it, and it worked. It helped. It worked. Like I could feel that the whatever sort of 
too much energy, whatever muscle that I was over contracting, she'd put in, it was like releasing and letting go. That's and then she wild. came back a few minutes later and she just kind of twizzled the needle a little bit yeah. deeper. And how could, deep did they go? Not that deep. Like, like a whole, like a pinky deep. Like, like you would measure it in millimeters. Mm. Okay. I believe it's, it's like small, one tiny. to three millimeters. Yeah. Like they're not wow. trying to like, Go. Make you a shish kebab. Yeah. Uh, and the needle supposedly hits into like an energy field that's even deeper than that. Oh, my God. And so Lord. the metal of the needle just kind of like. Are the needles of various, um, not lengths, but like girths? Yeah, yeah. There's, so a, there's, there's a variety of tiny girths. Ones. Oh she was God. using pretty small needles for. <laughs> that's how I would describe this podcast a variety of girths. Variety of girths. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What about the – do they use different metals for different results? Would no, copper it, 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 it's be? all stainless steel. It's all stainless, stainless steel. Stainless steel, single-use needles. Better be stainless. Wouldn't copper make more sense maybe? Maybe not. Yeah, I feel like uh, copper's a little more expensive. Yeah. You run the risk of a crackhead busting in during your session and stripping the copper out of you. That's true. Yeah. It's like an old house in The Sopranos. It's a good show. It's a great show. Have you seen the uh, Newark? Many uh, Saints? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. I haven't either. I, I, I hear I it's not it. even that much of a Sopranos movie. It's not. It was not very good. Really? In, in, in my opinion. In my opinion. Do you think it wasn't very good to you as a Sopranos <clears throat> fan or wasn't very good to you as just like a person who watched it? Both. Oh, wow. How was the performance of uh, young uh, Gandolfini? Fine. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. You're selling this so hard. I know that's not the intention. But... Do, do you like gangster movies, Eric? <clears throat> I do. I um, So especially during the pandemic, I was going to Vegas like once every two weeks for shows okay. just because it was like the only thing that was open. And before that, I was still, you know, Vegas is close enough so I'd go there Vegas, you know, once baby. every few months. And every time I went there, I would watch either a Casino, Goodfellas, or 21 before I like – I guess 21 is not a gangster movie. But I love – It's a casino movie though. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I guess I'm just thinking of casino movies. I do like gangster movies though. Yeah. Well, I mean, Casino, it's a, it's a gangster movie and a casino movie. Bonus, bonus. The perfect winner, winner. Vegas movie. Chicken dinner. I, w- I used to get Goodfellas and Casino mixed up. Because yeah. Ray Liotta is the Goodfellas one. Yes. And then um, Robert De Niro was the Casino one, right? Yes. Cool. Yeah. But uh, what's his name? Uh, Home Alone was in both. Joe Pesci. Joe was Pesci. In both. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. He's in all of them. He's in all of them. That's you true. gotta. You gotta put those same three guys in every gangster movie. I didn't enjoy uh, the Irishman too much, though. No, me neither. I thought it was no. okay, yeah. but it was super long. I thought it was a little overhyped. It was and I whatever. Think with the names attached to it, just the you're yeah. walking into it with such a high yeah. level of like this has got to be good. But the de aging was really awkward. It was a little weird. Yeah. Especially like, with Robert De Niro. He yeah. looked fifty. Yeah. Well, they, they, they de-aged him and he still looked like an old man and it's like come on he's supposed to be 30 do you remember where uh, Neutron not Ultron but when they like did the yeah. Tron like, oh, yeah. know, like oh, oh. maybe seven Tron years Legacy ago Tron Legacy or yeah. something yeah and they de-aged uh, is it Jeff Bridges yeah, is that yeah. his name that was super weird because I think it was still like pretty early in the technology of yeah. like alright let's try this stuff out for movies and he looked strange and then there's that I just rewatched Rogue One the other day, and they put that dead guy in it. They just completely CGI'd that dead guy in. You know what? I haven't seen Rogue One. Oh, which man. which dead guy was it? Uh, was it uh, Alec Guinness? Obi Wan? No. Okay. He was an Empire guy. He's like oh, really Tarkin. Tarkin. Yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he was really uncanny valley. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, which one was he? 
So he was like he's like skinny and gaunt and he was like the head imperial officer. Oh, he was the one who he didn't get choked. He's in. I think this is the same guy who was in um, or who is in the new uh, Rise of the Resistance ride at Disneyland. Um, He's like one of the animatronics. That would make sense. Yeah, Yeah, probably. Yeah, Kylo Ren. They're like talking. Hmm. I don't know if that helped at all. Rogue One. uh, Do you like? A scrappy World War Two movie. Do you like the Dirty Dozen? Have you ever seen the Dirty Dozen? I don't think I've seen the Dirty Dozen. Dirty Dozen's okay. Well, if you like, it's just a great World War Two movie. Great. It's just a, a misfit bunch of people put together to stop an unstoppable force. Variety of girths. Variety they, of girths. Did they stop the force? Uh, they stop the. They do. So, well, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. They don't. They don't fuck with the midichlorians. They can't stop that force. But ah, well. they. 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 They do a thing. It's worth. I don't want to spoil it. It's actually like I don't give a fuck about Star Wars to be honest. But uh, Rogue One is a standalone great movie. It just we, we just lost like half of our listenership. It just happens. I'm a Star Trek guy. I like Star Trek much more than Star Wars. We just gained three more listeners. And uh, the. It's just a great standalone movie that happens to take place in the Star Wars universe. Okay. I like it. There's a funny robot. Darth Vader shows up and kicks major ass for a minute. I love it. Yeah. I love funny robots. Yeah. Funny robots are great. Not to I wouldn't get back to your so your 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 taint <laughs> procedure, it worked. Did you shave for it? No. Okay. No. I mean, I'm a pretty hairy guy. I My know. taint is not that hairy. Oh, interesting. Fortunately. Okay. Yeah. Show us. Put uh, that on the Patreon. <laughs> we'll gain the half only, the listeners back. Fans. All right, sounds good. Uh did so it worked. You feel better. You can you can I, have I would marathon say sex I feel again. About like ninety uh, percent better. Okay. Wow. That's I've a good percentage. It's pretty good. Uh, and I've got another appointment Tuesday. So do you have to keep going back? <laughs> yeah, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it will resolve issues on their own. Okay. But like, if it's something that you've been dealing with for years if it's like a long-term problem and you're like oh i'm gonna try acupuncture like you should be able to feel something the first time you get it but it might not like completely resolve your issues the first time for sure yeah yeah and if if you don't mind me asking how much is like a session like what's the range because i I feel like if you're gonna get one needle that's gonna be different from getting like 13 needles in you you know what i mean there's like different things it's generally not per needle (laughs) Uh, oh, I would say you can get it for as low as like thirty or forty dollars if you go to what's called a community acupuncture, mm-hmm. where you're just kind of like sitting in a room fully clothed with other people in chairs, and yeah. the acupuncturist is just going around from person to person, just giving needles out. Oh my god! Yeah, just sort of putting needles in. It's not that kind yeah. of needle exchange. Um, but then you I've know, been in some uh, crack houses that are very similar to that situation. Yeah, yeah. Minus the fully clothed. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay something. That's true. That's true. But then, yeah, if you want to go and get like personalized care, uh, I would say sixty to eighty dollars is kind of the entry level for that. Okay. And they'll give you needles. They'll give you herbs. Uh, there's a couple other kind of techniques that they'll use cupping. If you've mm-hmm. heard of that, that's when people, I'm a big wrestling fan and every once in a while I'll see a wrestler with just like these big red circles on their back. And yeah. Like, oh, I got cupped. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, or they do this thing called moxibustion 
where they'll set mugwort on fire and hold it over your acupuncture points. Mm. And that does a different thing than a needle. But does that work, do you think? Um, I don't, I, I don't want to poo-poo any of it because... Uh, we are close to the taint. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've had Reiki done before and like ha- I'm just like oh wow this is real okay oh I, you you you, I like you Reiki. buy Reiki but you don't buy acupuncture I, I'm I'm skeptical of both but I've experienced Reiki yeah firsthand and I'm like oh there's something to this for sure I completely agree I used to get Reiki God I, I had a friend who was doing it so I you know supported business maybe like once a month maybe once every couple months and honestly like I didn't know what was happening but I did know I would walk out feeling great absolutely great. Yeah, because see, I totally don't believe in Reiki, but oh, really? I'm all in on, on acupuncture, traditional Chinese medicine. My experience oh my with Reiki was like I get migraines periodically, like yeah. just like just face crusher migraines. Yeah, yeah. And I was having one of these, and some friends were over, and uh, one of my friends' friend was a Reiki practitioner, and she just like did a quick thing, and just like put her hands like near my temples and just like did some, I don't know what she did, but my migraine just like evaporated. It was incredible. Wild. Sweet. Yeah. No, I, uh, I'm not saying other people shouldn't get Reiki. Just don't buy it. It's okay. sponsored by uh, both acupuncture and Reiki. Not even a specific clinic or person. Just, just the in idea. general. Just the concept. Yeah. Just yeah. The whole Reiki energy. Well, what's that us. college? Maybe we can get sponsored by them. No, I don't know. I don't know what it's called. I, I, I personally trade for acupuncture. Oh, like I'm a massage therapist. Okay, so I can just give a massage to get needles put inside of me. Well, that's a good trade. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm used to using massage mm. to get what oh. I want. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Do you ever have you ever been a touring uh, massage therapist? You ever take it on the road? Never taken it on the road. Hmm. That would be, uh, be a good merch item. You know what I mean? Like headline a club. And then be like, like, come back to my hotel room after for, for a, a massage. massage. Yeah. Absolutely. You can buy a shirt or... Or get a massage. Give me money, yeah. And I'll touch you. I don't, you might get canceled. Don't do that. I'll make them sign I'm a waiting. contract. Mm. I'd love to get canceled. Then I can go on like the right-wing podcast circuit. <laughs> They do love massages. They do love massages. Massages and misogyny. Yes, this is true. It's pretty good. Uh, how's your tour going, Eric? It's going good. Um, the road's been very great, uh, especially all things considered. You know, try to be safe, trying to make sure, you know, these shows, like, have people happy and staying good and we're not spreading anything around. Um, so they, they've been good, but th- some things have been canceled. Um, this month is very interesting because... Uh, I just did um, Tucson, Arizona for New Year's, and then after New Year's, I came – where was I? I was in Utah, so I did uh, Arizona, Utah, and then I came back home to L.A. <clears throat> doing the Northwest this run. I just did Medford, Ben last night, Seattle tonight. I go back to L.A., then I go back to Tucson to do more shows, go back to L.A., and then I go back to uh, Medford, Medford, Oregon, the week after that. So it's this weird like half Northwest, half – Arizona month, but I like it and it's been going great. I'm just grateful for everyone coming out to shows. I'm grateful for all the clubs putting up comics and doing live comedy. Like 
uh, you know, it could definitely be worse. And I'm just very happy and lucky that it's going the way it's going. You driving? You flying? Um, all of all of the trips for January, I'm driving. And then I want to say I'm doing Kentucky in uh, February, and I'm definitely flying to Kentucky. I'm not going to drive there. And then, what's comedy in Kentucky like? Have you done it there? First time doing it's Kentucky. So what I do Louis- is um, Louisville. Louisville, yeah, Comedy Caravan. It's a great place. Um, you gotta I go think... to the bat, the bat place. There's a bat place. Louisville Slugger. Yeah, you can get a little. Baseball oh, I thought bat. you were talking about like Bruce Wayne bat. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, there's a bat. They probably cave? have those too. They got a lot of caves. In they Kentucky. do have a lot of caves, but a lot of bats, can, a lot of caves. You can go see a baseball bat be made and have one or buy one. And... Oh my god! I went to the factory once. It was pretty cool, actually. Did you enjoy it? It was pretty cool. Do you feel like it's uh, one of those things where because you go as a kid or go as an adult? I went as an adult. Oh, okay, cool. Because I feel like if I was like 16, I'd be like, "This is badass," but now I'm like, oh, "Cool." Yeah, but I probably like it. Um. But yeah, this this upcoming until about May June, things were actually very very exciting. Um, like I said, I'm doing uh, Arizona and uh, the Northwest this month um, in February. I'm super stoked to do Kentucky in March. I got um, Kansas uh, back up to um, Lincoln City, Oregon in mid March. Then I do uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, Northern California, Eureka, uh, DC. Going to Alaska in May, that's going to be crazy. I've never been to Alaska before. Can't wait to eat um, blubber. I don't know what Alaskans eat. And then um, Detroit, uh, Southern Oregon, um, Idaho, and then um, I'm going to start crying because I have nothing booked after that. That's so, a lot booked, though. It is. It is. Oh, and Florida in November. Okay. If anyone is listening I mean, you're already up to November, so. Minus like a couple months. But you know what? We'll always land so on your feet. So your whole life is just a tour. Yeah, I try to keep like fall open, like October, okay. November open, just because um, past couple of years, like that, it's like pilot season, you know what I mean? So a lot of auditions pop up around that time. And this past time, I didn't think much would happen just because COVID and everything, but there were things that were being offered where like I couldn't even go out for it because I was booked on the road. And, you know, once, once a club gives you a date, like unless an act of God happens, you don't want to back out of that, you know what I mean? Because that's a relationship you might have for the next, you know, 20, 30 years, you know what I mean? Let's keep it, keep it in. Okay. How long have you been like a, a touring comp comedian? About four weeks. It's four weeks. Very well. Um, no. I, uh, I started in. Um, <laughs> just jump right into that. Just jumped. Yeah, it's great. Uh, when you, once you got a great clip, oh, it works. Um, I started 2008. Um, I feel like I officially started probably closer to 2011, okay. give or take. Because yeah, yeah. 2008 to 2011, it was, you know, once in a while. I was kind of just messing around. I was in college at the time, so I was kind of focusing on that. I had a job. But, uh, yeah, I kind of just hit the ground running um, around 2011. It's been a great journey. I'm so grateful, so happy. Uh, what's some of the weirdest stuff that's happened to you on the road? Um, I want to say, was it last year, maybe the year before? I was working, um, do you guys know Coos Bay? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, a guy pulled out a gun mid-show. Yeah, heckler. I remember I asked and for like security. He pointed it to you, at you? Um, he pulled it out on the headliner. Okay. Yeah, but the whole time, I was supposed to do like, 25 and i think he had 15 because he was just talking so much i like went to his table told him to shut up he couldn't even listen i asked for security like three four times they didn't come um but they came when he pulled out a gun and that was a uh, perfect time what was the joke that made him pull out a gun so i how remember, drunk was he oh he was his whole table was smashed like it was crazy because everyone in that room it was a good sized audience they just hated this guy because they were there to have a good time and this guy was ruining it but yeah, they were they were so loaded. And then when I was up, he was really loud. But I wasn't 
I feel like with hecklers, I'm like generally like still pretty nice. Like I feel like I'm like pretty goofy and silly. So like, yeah. I'll tell them to be quiet, but I'm not going to be like I'm not going to go into them like a lot of you know other people might. The headliner, who's excellent, he's absolutely wonderful. He kind of was giving him a little bit of like, hey, you know, you're fucking what? Are you, stop, you know what I mean? You're horrible. Like, what are you doing? And I think he so when he got a little more like aggressive towards the heckler, the heckler like responded in kind, hmm. but with a gun. It's about as aggressive as it gets. About very aggressive, very aggressive. Do you think it was loaded? Do you think it was a real gun or was he? I don't know. It's I just chocolate revolver. <laughs> I just saw what was happening. I was like, I'm going to go use the restroom. <laughs> this is horrible. That's wild. Yeah. No, I bet all those people hated him. Oh, in yeah. A small town. They it's fucking Jerry well, talking <laughs> loud in the show, pulling out his gun. Oh, yeah. They, they, all, they all know him. They definitely all yeah. know him. Well, the craziest thing about Coos Bay during the pandemic is from what I understand, <clears throat> I could be wrong, but... Um, the way they were that county was handling COVID is you could still go out. You, you not, I don't think you necessarily even had to wear a mask in a lot of places, but everything had to close by ten. So like nothing could be open past ten to kind of limit you know bar life and you know parties and spreading COVID that way. So that was like one of their responses. But this um, this venue was casino on like native land, ah. so they could kind of do their own thing. So they were the only thing open after ten. So everyone in that town was in the same building. <laughs> At 10.01. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was so crazy because it, it was the only place you could get food. It was the only place you could hang out. It was the only place you can grab a drink. And it was wild because I'm like, I feel like this is almost making it worse. When you yeah. have everyone in town in the same building. Now they'll all get it at the same time and either be immune or dead. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, hopefully the first. Uh, I hope no one dies. Fingers crossed. Yeah, except for that gun guy. Maybe. Sending thoughts and prayers to the citizens of Coos Bay. Yeah, I love you, Coos Bay. Coos Bay is an interesting little town. It's fun. They uh they got a great Thai restaurant. Mm. Got a lot of good seafood. I used to work at a tugboat company based in Coos Bay. No way. And so I would go there every so often and yeah. just hang out in town. And they had a fun little thrift store. And there's a cool arcade, like a barcade, I think. Or maybe it was just Ooh. an arcade. I don't know. Those are the two things I remember. And, yeah, I went to a Thai restaurant. I don't know if it was the Thai restaurant. I think it was the Thai. It had to have been yeah. the Thai restaurant. But I went to a Thai restaurant, and it was good. It was spicy. Yeah. They, they don't hold back on spice there, which I like. They um they have a hotel there. I forgot the name of it. Or a motel. And it was a really cute motel. It was really great. And I remember um, this was, like, back in the day. But I was, like, having a cigarette outside or something. And the owner comes up to me, the innkeeper, I should say. The innkeeper comes up to me, and he's like, hey, man, just so you know, um, I don't know if you're planning to smoke indoors. You're not allowed to smoke cigarettes indoors, but you can do anything else. <laughs> like, what is that? Are you anything? encouraging me to do, like, heroin, but you're like, you can't have that menthol? Like, yeah. it was a very, like, what are you What are you saying? Maybe you could smoke weed in there, then. I think that's what he meant, but he very much phrased it as a very open-ended, yeah. you can free-base cocaine if you want. It's fine. Yeah. Just... Don't bring into those Marlboros. We just don't like the patina he, that the nicotine puts on the walls. He probably wanted to get in on whatever drugs you were going to do. And my only drug was uh, coffee and American spirits mm-hmm. and black tar heroin. Um, not in that order. Do people ever just like try and party with you when you're on the road afterwards? Like, dude, I got coke and whatever. Um, you you know what it is. I feel like uh, is the heyday of comedy still alive? Do people still just like want to fuck and do drugs with comedians? <sighs> Maybe in some market. I honestly feel like, if anything else, people, like, they don't necessarily want to hang out. They just want to, like, talk. You know what I mean? Like, you'll, like, be at the bar grabbing a drink, and after the show, and they'll just, like, want to talk to you. And you're like, 
oh, I, I, I'm okay. But what do they generally you. want to talk P- about? People think that comedians have some sort of like uh, social Super capital. Charm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, like uh, we're, we're warrior poets that live outside of the bounds of society. Then when they see what the lifestyle is really like, they're like, oh. Yeah, they're like, this is not what I thought at all. You drove 14 hours today and I had a bag of cheese. Oh, that doesn't sound fun at all. Um, but that was that was a great day for me. That was yesterday. It's good cheese. And today. I, did, I stopped at uh, Bravo Farms on the way up. Oh, uh, there's one in Kettleman City. I went to the one, I think, in Tracy or Central California. I have a cheese factory. I got a, a thing of a garlic jack cheese, Hell garlic yeah. jack cheese cubes, and some habanero cheddar. And I've Ooh. within two days, I think, I've eaten. And they're just like little bite-sized cubes? Little cubes, yeah. Oh, they have curds. You can, get, you can get the blocks. They're a little cheaper. But um, You ever have those freeze-dried cheese? I, I have the, the wisps, or the, the crisps. They're like little crackers. Uh, I think there's some stuff called like moon cheese or something. I don't know. Oh, it's, like, it's, else, like, yeah. it's like freeze-dried cheese, and it's just like styrofoam cheese, basically, and it's amazing. Oh, my God. More, I'm more or less trying to do – so I lost like 100 pounds over the pandemic. Oh, I lost wow. a ton okay. of weight because um, I, I don't want to say keto just because keto I feel like is – like very strict. I was more yeah. or less low carb. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, I, would yeah. like, yeah. I was like sneaking a Michelob Ultra here and there. You know what I mean? But, um, but I'm going back on it and I don't even know if cheese is super keto friendly or low carb friendly, but I've been eating so much cheese since January 1st. Like I just, cause you got yeah. a favorite cheese. Um, I think if we're going sandwich, depending on the sandwich, I love a good pepper jack. Hell I'm yeah. a sucker for like an American cheese. Yeah. Like it's so yeah. it's, it's good. so good. It's good. It is so good. White, white or yellow? Yellow. Oh, yellow. See, no, well, a, respect to the white. Though. I like the white, white more. White cheddar cheeses are my favorite cheese. Okay, yeah, white cheddar is good, but I like a white American. I feel like the white American, <laughs> the white American. Yeah, I feel like it's good, but we all got our preferences. Um, if we're going all-time favorite cheese, got to be like some type of some type of goat cheese, some type sure. of like okay. soft okay. cheese, Humboldt fog, maybe. Oh my god, you're speaking my language. Um, I'll, I don't really hate against any cheeses, but you know there are certain cheeses for certain things. How do you feel about feta as a whole? Um, I, I enjoy feta. Okay. I like feta a lot. I think um, I think feta is a really fun cheese to do with like a, something sweet. You know what I mean? You sure. Okay. Fruit, yeah, yeah. You know, you some can... fig and balsamic. Oh my lord, it's so good. the The melt quality isn't the best. So if you want to like melt it into an omelet, I don't know if that's like the best move. Yeah, it no. works, but it's not you know like super melty. I got to be in the mood for feta. It's not my favorite, for sure. My uh, my partner and I, I love her. She's the best. She's so great. But we just had a point of contention today. I just found out she's uh, not a fan of blue cheese. Oh, oh man, and I love my blue cheese. Love you like blue. it stinky. I like it stinky. You like it stinky. Some blue cheeses are very like manufactured, and yeah. you can tell it's like three percent blue cheese, and the yeah, rest is yeah. just like the white whatever. But um, but like a good chunky like oh I man, love a blue cheese, yeah. Oh my lord, I th- I, we have to break up. No, mm-hmm. we won't. She's great. How long? Hide the blue cheese. Yeah, just hide on all the blue. You cheese. can't smell too smells too strong. <laughs> Why did you guys get divorced after twenty years? She found my blue cheese. Have sash. you really been married for twenty years? No, no. I'd be like, wow, that's I, wild. Okay, <laughs> we've been dating for um about seven eight months now. Okay, it's going oh, well. A pandemic romance. So yeah, so oh, she's great though. She's the best. So, you know, so in love. no disrespect to your lady at the mm-hmm. moment. Uh, prior to that, uh, you look like a, a sex beast kind of guy. Uh, <laughs> you ever, like, we're talking about snacks. You ever get turned on to, like, new snacks at a hookup's house? Like, you go over someone's house for the first time and, like, oh, they show you, like, some, some snacks you never even had before. I remember, I think one of my most, like, wild, like, I guess hookup stories or whatever is, um, I think it was, I forgot. I think it was in DC. 
No, I, I was somewhere, and I had a layover somewhere. I think it was in Colorado. It might have been Michigan. I had a layover somewhere, and I had to kill five hours. So I went on Tinder, started talking to this girl, and on my layover, she like picked me up. Five and, hours is like a risky amount of time. It is because I try to be there like two hours before yeah, my flight. Exactly. I'm very yeah. like I can't miss it. You know what That's I mean? A, five hours is an obnoxious layover because it's like almost not long enough to go anywhere, but like long enough to just fucking suck. So I get um, a tattoo every state I perform in. Okay. And I remember I was looking up tattoo shops, being like, if I could just get like an outline of a shamrock like could i knock this state out you know what i mean uh and like one place was like yeah we can get you in and i was like oh it's gonna be like a 30 dollar uber and then i'll sit there for 30 minutes then probably the chair for like an hour oh, i won't make it but i would risk it all to hook up with someone i've never before so anyways i hooked up with this person on this layover so we like what i think we like went and got a beer knew there was like a time constraint chugged the beers went to her place did the thing and um while i was at her place she had a massive amount i mean like a dozen bags of high chews. And I love various high flavors or all the same flavor. Um, I feel like the majority of them were like the regular bag, but then yeah. she also had the blue, but I think it's a tropical flavor one. And can we, can we just pause for a quick, quick yeah. second? I'm really curious about your Tinder game that you were able to secure this. And like, what did you write in your bio that was like, I'm stuck at an airport for five hours. Who trying to fuck? Like, I, I don't know what I put in my bio, but <clears throat> I, I feel like I've always been very like upfront with dating apps. You know what I mean? Okay. If I'm, on the road, like looking to just meet someone, maybe have a good night together. Like I, in the first thing, if we match up, it's like, hey, by the way, I'm not from here. Only for a night. If you want to get drinks, and maybe other things can happen. Okay. Would love that. If you just want to get drinks, that's totally fine. But like, I'm not. Is your Tinder game strong? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm very clear. And I think there's a less intimidation factor to that because it's not like, oh, you're trying yeah. to play me or like sleep with me. It's like, I'm just putting it out there. If it works, cool. If not, so well, and see if from their end it also works. It's like, oh, I'm not going to have to deal with this guy's bullshit long term. <laughs> I just get his like best three to six hours Minutes, of stories, yeah. sex, mm-hmm. entertainment, and then see you later. Well, it's only because I get good acupuncture on my tape. So I think that's He's the only a well oiled machine. <laughs> okay. Would you say your Tinder game is strong or was previously strong? You could like. Is this was this part of? I'm trying to improve my own games. I'm trying no, to learn. Sure. Learn is what I'm asking. You know what? Honestly, I would say if you want to improve your game, I think it's all about just like being honest and being confident. You know sure. what I mean? Those are the two okay. big things. As long as you're like clear, good communication, whether it's like you know like a, a possible hookup or a possible like a new relationship, just always be super honest. Don't play any games because I feel like people know when you're playing yeah, games. For sure. It's your turn off. And then just like be confident. Like if you if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, and it's fine. And you know everyone's. All right. A different person. I feel like if you do that, I feel online. Do you so pay many... for Tinder? Do you do any of the premiums? I think I did like years ago, okay. like six or seven years okay. ago. Software, and I was like, this is the worst $10 I've ever spent because um, it didn't really work. But I feel like um, the real move, if you want to like meet someone and hang out or whatever, is not online. Just be like confident and like buy someone a drink at a bar okay. or you know, talk to them because okay. there's like – How do you – well – all right, we can come back to the dating advice. I don't want to disfray it. C-U-M, dis- by the way. High choose. Yeah. High choose are probably – but I liked them before. I'm trying to think if there's anything I discovered at a hookup, which is kind of tough. Um, Did you discuss her amount of high choose or like, why so many? Um, I think I was literally like, uh, oh, my God, you have a ton of high choose. And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, can I have some? And she was like, oh, yeah, take, take a few. And then I filled my fanny pack with handfuls of high choose. That's a good hookup. Ate them all in the plane. Yeah. 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 Yeah, most of my, like, hookup snacks, uh, not new stuff, but it's, like, throwbacks to stuff that I used to eat. 
Okay. Because mm. I hook up hooked up with a lot of single moms. Ooh, so lunchables. Got, yeah, yes. lunchables. Unsnackables. Un- uncrustables. Uncrustables. Uh, a lot of fruit roll-ups. Oh, wow. That's a good that's a good throwback sound. Yeah, and like I didn't know they still made them, but one woman had Dunkaroos. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I would do Dunkaroos at this point. Well, but... you, don't, you don't need gluten. That's right. Which is great because uh... more Dunkaroos for me. Have you I ever... will dunk any marsupial into chocolate frosting. Have when you the ever... both of you hook up with someone, then you can take the not Dunkaroos and you can take the Dunkaroos and you can take the ones exactly. that... That's the goal one day. That would be the best thruple. Uh, have you ever had a Uncrustable put in a fry later for like 45 seconds? Uh, it sounds like you have. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh it's, my God. it's amazing. I would love that. Which is like just a little crispy, you know, just mm-hmm. like golden brown. It's like a peanut butter jelly dumpling. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I oh. I matched with someone on Tinder recently, and uh, I got turned onto a whole world of snacks. There was uh, mm-hmm. kale chips that were outrageously good. That sounds uh, incredible. She had made a chocolate pudding using chocolate oat milk uh, and chia seeds and Whoa. something else in there, but it was like. It was it was very bland and delicious. Cold. It was like cold and bland, but like really good at the same time. I honestly feel like I'll put it this way: I love my partner. She's the best. We vibe really good. She's so charming, so perfect, so great, so beautiful. But one of the best bonuses of being with someone so great is she has an amazing snack game. You know okay. what I mean? Like if you hook up with someone and they have good snacks, it's like. It's good work, but yeah. I will make it work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we're both Filipino, so she has a lot of like Filipino snacks that not a lot of people have. Um, you know, we always have like Pocky or like, yeah, a lot yeah. of like Asian Japanese snacks you might get at like Ranch 99 or like that stuff. And um, I, there are so many things in our relationship that I like cherish and love so much, but one of my favorite things is how we both know how to snack great. Okay. Tell me a little bit more about Filipino snack foods. I feel like that's something that I got to get in my Um, stomach soon. I'll put it this way. I'm pretty sure all of my Filipino relatives um, and most of everyone's Filipino relatives in the Philippines um, are probably uh, dead by 50 with like high blood pressure or heart attack. Our food is great, but it will destroy you. My my girls had these – I'm going to ask her what it is. But like her aunt came and brought these little like – they were like little like pyramids – and I'm like, oh, man, this looks cool. So I had one, and it was just brown sugar and butter. Huh. That's all. It was just brown sugar and butter wrapped up, and it was great. Um, we have this thing called uh, – I feel like because, you know, like a lot of Filipinos have things that, you know, like might last a long time. A lot of it's stuff that you can, like, hold on for, like, a year. Like okay. We have this thing called, like, white rabbit, which I feel like I found a bag that was a couple years old. I was like, oh, so eat them. Or pulverone, which is, like, sweet, chalk-like cookies what is white rabbit white rabbit it's like a it's like a nougat right it's it is nougat yeah, it's like a nougat or it's a toffee nougat-y. almost yeah there's a there's a there's a, a candy it. there's a, a stick to it yeah okay almost kind of like a a condensed milk version of a tootsie roll ah interesting yeah i throw that kind of vibe in there i love filipino snacks but they're they're wildly filled with like sugar and fun and you got to be careful with them yeah. Same with the food. I don't know if you guys mess with Filipino food. It's all like delicious, but it's all like deep fried. I mean, <laughs> it's I'll, like I'll, I'll fuck some lumpia up. But, oh, lumpia is the but best. But I'm not. I like how I popped the microphone because yeah. I was so excited about lumpia. <laughs> uh, I'm not overly familiar with Filipino. I don't even know. Like, there has to be a Filipino restaurant in Seattle somewhere, but I'm not familiar with much of. I've got. You got what? Like fried rice, lumpia, and. 
Uh, I don't even know what like even our fried rice is mostly like garlic fried rice. Like it doesn't necessarily have like meat in it or vegetables. Mm. It's just like rice with like you know some oil and garlic. There was a place that I went to in you Seattle. Got that weird duck egg thing. Balut. It's yeah. um. Is it duck? Yeah, it's duck. I so here's the thing. I don't like the crunch of the bone. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna <laughs> like the name sounds like the noise I would make if I ate it. Exactly. Like I even told my girlfriend, like I'll take a bullet for you. I'll not take a bullet for you. Okay, guys. I feel like um. The soup in bullet, like the 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 juice. Is that what it's called? The soup. I think it's. I think I call it the soup. Ugh. It's like okay, delicious chicken duck soup. It's yeah. oily. It's great. It's amazing. But then, like biting into a baby bird is. I'll do it, but it's not. I, it's not my top Filipino thing. I don't. Uh, I'm not a picky eater, but I just don't. I'm not going to do that one. Well, it's like a. There's a comic named uh, Rex Navarrete. He's out of. Uh, like Portland area, super funny guy. One of my favorite comics ever. And he even has a joke where he's like, uh, it's great to see like Filipino food being showcased on like food network and not like fear factor. You know what I mean? Like our food is almost like, Oh, <laughs> look at that. Eat this. It's crazy. And you know, you have, that's all, I'll do it. And it's great. I'll do it. Yeah. It's um, a delicacy. My favorite thing is a thing called a kare kare and it's peanut sauce. They make it with peanut butter and then it's oxtail and tripe. And I love oxtail. Oxtail's good. I love oxtail. It's so good. And I like tripe. I'm a big tripe fan. Tripe's like, not sure. bad. Tripe's yeah. not bad. I like how there's a there's like Filipino tripe where you can, you know, have it and like, you know, it's like chewy and there's like mm, to it. And then like um you have like Mexican tripe street tacos and they're like deep fried and crunchy. Mm-hmm. Like you can take it in a lot of different directions. Yeah. Oh, I love food. I like they put tripe in pho, right? Some yeah, of yeah, some of, definitely. Yeah. And yeah. even that, they do like the the small strips. Mm-hmm. Like I'm used to like the chunk ones, but they do the more like slender ones, the more palatable. I love pho. And, oh, I, let's eat. Do you ever get the pho with the tendon in it? I always get combo number one. Combo that's number the, one. Let's throw everything. And I'll add uh, the meatballs. Some places don't throw. I do the like the, I do like a pho with a meatball. Yeah, it's great. I like the tripe, like the tendon. Brisket's always solid, but yeah. I feel like brisket's kind of like. Level one meat. In yeah. The pho, you yeah. Know what I mean, I don't do the tendon. I'm not into the tendon. You had it before. Yeah, I'm not into it. I, 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 I've had like the mixed meat one where they put a little bit of everything in there. Yeah. I thought I was gonna like tendon because I like a lot of <clears throat> I like eating a lot of weird stuff, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, tendon, that's great. And then it shows up, and it's just this like fatty, <laughs> this cake of yeah. tendon. It's like one solid chunk, and mm. you're like, oh, it's so good. Choking down this. Ugh. Do you have any favorite Seattle eatery spots you want to blow up? <sighs> yes. Um, I every time I'm here, I hit up Beth's at least once or twice. Right, I've been to Beth's, never eaten there before. I, I eat there. What do you get? The, what a, Beth's for those listening who aren't in Seattle. Beth's is a notorious, notorious, legendary cafe uh, where there's just like. Twelve wall, egg omelets, wall to wall children's drawings on the wall. Uh, decorating the place. I don't know what the food is. I just been, I just looked at it. Everything's it's a good. Di- it's a diner. Very dinery vibes. Their breakfast is the way to go. They have a, a six and or 12 egg omelet where they do, I think, salmon and cream cheese. Okay. Um, maybe something else in there that I that I really enjoyed. Um, I think their, their hash browns are so simple, but their hash browns are incredible. The, okay. Super good. Um, Beth has always been like a big go-to for me. I've I've probably been there more than I've been to Seattle. You know what I mean? Because like, okay. I'll eat there like twice yeah. every time I'm up here. Um, can't go wrong with dicks. I feel like dicks is always like my late night drunk food. Knee high. Um, was that Filipino spot? I don't know if it's still around, but I'm going to check it out. Cause they were. Okay. Excellent. Where's knee high. It's, it's not far from a uh, club comedy Seattle. Cause I, pa- I remember going to a bar after I went to knee high that was like walking distance. And that bar was super close to the club. Um, 
we had something called a. It's like it's, it's called like Otto's Caldo, but it's like a chickeny, bacony rice porridge. And you have a couple of drinks in you. Oh my lord, that just and on a cold night when it's raining, it's, it's beautiful. Um, if you guys like chocolate, I'm gonna throw out a plug for a chocolatey. Uh, Chocolati has a bunch of um, really good cafes around here. Oh, hell yeah. There's one around Green Lake that's really good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a great one in Green Lake. They have amazing coffee. They have um, good food. Um, yeah. Hard support for Chocolati. Yeah. Can't can't talk highly enough about them. Definitely hit up Chocolati. Their truffles are great. They have a truffle called uh, Coco Beware. And as a wrestling fan, Coco Beware was a wrestler in like the 90s. Came out with a parrot. I'm like, that's great. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I uh, I always get truffles from them, and I live in LA, but I'll get truffles from them for uh, Christmas. Okay. So if I'm oh. up around here, if I can like you know figure out a shipping situation, like that's my big gift. They're delicious. For, like, I, I will go in there and drop way too much money on like a Mexican chocolate mocha, oh, and yeah. just like, like you know what, I need like six truffles too. They're they're the best. They also have one. It's a um. You guys ever mess with dried mango? Yeah. Oh, they yeah. have a chocolate oh, yeah. dip dried mango. It, yeah. I think it's called like Manila Sunrise or Philippine Sunrise. Is it spicy? Um, I don't think so. I think they okay, might they okay. might put a little bit of salt on there because okay, I think it might okay. be a dark chocolate, but I, I can destroy five of them, and it's great. And it's healthy because yeah. it's mango. It's mango. Yeah, dried mango is definitely uh, no sugar, no carbs. I'm 100% sure that that is a true fact. Good fiber. Great fiber. Yeah. Great fiber. Push out the Beths. Yeah. That I just say it. You got to balance. That's what it's all about is a healthy poop balance. Good, healthy poop. Good, healthy poop. I'm a, I'm a big sucker for um, uh, savory biscuits. Okay. Like cheddar biscuits. Or you go to bitch get, biscuits. Biscuit Bitch? What's that? Oh, you don't know Biscuit, bitch? Know biscuit bitch? No. Right, I mean, I... I'm... First, I was like, what did you call me? And I was like, <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, I'm, you know, I've never eaten there. Yeah. I'm a gluten person. I for can't, sure. I can't do it. Get that cider. Yeah. But... They got a couple locations, and there's usually a line, and like yeah. their biscuits are. I mean, they look amazing. As, as a person yeah. who used to love biscuits, like I, I wish I could eat there. Biscuit bitch, check it out. It's like it's like a radical queer biscuit shop. Oh, I'm down yeah, for that. And they yeah. have. I don't know if you've had like northwestern biscuits before, but they can be kind of depressing. Mm-hmm. They're they're a little bit more like a, a midwestern southern biscuit. Mm, they're big. They're, they're fluffy. They're big. They're 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 lumpy and buttery. Yeah. Oh, my, that's my. That was actually that my old uh, Tinder profile. Uh, yeah. <laughs> lumpy and buttery. Lumpy and buttery. And then they put um, delicious things in the middle. Oh my yeah, lord! But no, they do really good like breakfast like sandwiches. Uh, really good like apple butter jam. I love apple butter. That was my grandma's stuff. favorite thing. I apple butter is fucking amazing. It's so good. Apple I mean, butter is underrated. If you're overnight, I would say stop and grab. Something for the road. Maybe in the morning. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. It, it sucks going on the road trying to be, like, low-carby. Because, mm. like, there's all these like places like Beth's where yeah. it's like I could go there. I don't even know if they're open, which is – I hope they're open. They're temporarily closed, oh, unfortunately. God, heartbreaking. Well, what's annoying about it is, like, I would go there and be like, "What? just give me four sides of bacon. You know what I mean? And I can't have my hash browns. I can't <laughs> have, you know, anything, like, good <laughs> – it's like oh man, <laughs> they, and they have this great toast. They make like this like Amish bread toast. Oh, it's friendship bread. Yes, and it's yeah. and it's like I can't even eat that. It's like the perfect middle point between like a thick bread and a cake. Yes, oh. so good. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Well, I used to get my biscuits in Seattle at a place called uh, Capital Capital Cafe, and they were right behind. They were quite close to Mopop. Before Mopop was Mopop, it was called like EMP or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
remember Silver Platter Records? Mm-hmm. It was so it was Silver Platter Records across the street was like a hotel, and they were like behind the hotel. And I would drive out of my way to go there, and I didn't get breakfast. I would just get like three biscuits to go, and I would just like eat that throughout the day, or like eat that on the road. Um, and also speaking of like the Mopop area, uh, I always try to get a Seattle dog out here. It doesn't have to be from a certain place, but okay. I can get a Seattle dog out here. It's it's great. I've never understood why there's cream cheese on a Seattle dog. That's a Philadelphia thing, and I I don't understand why there's cream cheese on a hot dog out here. It's weird, but I like it. It works for me. Yeah, it definitely yeah. works for me. It is a Seattle dog. Seattle. Uh, I was in New York recently and brought back a couple dozen bagels. Oh. Yeah, my girlfriend and I are big bagel fiends, and we just recently ran out of our stash of bagels and have gone back to eating. They're just not the same. Yeah, a yeah. New, no, a New York bagel is a special delicacy. I, I, I would, didn't know. Like I thought, I thought like, I would, how, how different can it be? Extremely. Like, I would, extremely I would different. fuck myself up. On to, like, if you were like, do you want some New York bagels? I would have been like, fuck, God, yes, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I would have, I would have done it for a New York bagel. The ecstasy and the agony. There was, I was just in, um, I was doing some shows at a Savage Henry Comedy Club, one of my favorite comedy clubs. They're super great. Um, this is a comedy club I've been like, I want to do their festival this year. Please go. I I've done maybe three or four of their fests, and every year it just gets better and better and better, more fun, more fun, more what, fun. Sorry. Clue me in, like how, like what's the what's the way to get in there? I would just hit him up, just you know, kind of say, hey, you know, I'm a comic out in Washington, heard good things, send him a tape. Um, it's it's the most fun. I I almost consider Savage Henry Comedy Club my home club, and that's and it's ten hours away from where I live. Like it's the vibe there is so great. Yeah, um, I feel like I would vibe in there. The owner Chris is one of the coolest, nicest guys ever. Um, there's some cats out there. I'm going to give them some shout outs. You got Matt Redbeard, you got, uh, Evan Vest, um, the, the, the Jonas Barnes, the scene there is just so supportive and so cool. And they do a lot of like, um, like interesting shows. Like I remember Evan would run a show called double trouble where the whole show is you got paired up with another comic and you had to do a duo act on the spot. Wow. So it's not just traditional stand up. Um, I just got a lot of love for Savage Henry. So I'm just throwing some, when is the festival? Like, uh, what time of year? Ooh, I'm I'm gonna randomly say October. I okay. don't know if that's I, right. I thought or wrong. I had some time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like around then. I thought I had some time. They're uh yeah, but they're great. But what, when I was out there, I was I staying with my friend, and um they brought home this like New York bagel. Some guy will do like New York bagels like once a week, and you have to pre-order them, and you have to pick them up between like seven and eight, and it's only on like Sunday. It's like super like hard to get, but they're great New York bagels, and he gives them. Pickle cream cheese Ooh. and pickle cream cheese. That sounds good. Is incredible. Pickle flavor, pickle chunks, like relish and cream cheese. I feel like I, maybe not relish. My complete assumption is it was just blended till it was one consistency. Okay, you know so what I mean? You're not getting chunks in it, but it's 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 in there. And it's green. It, it was uh, no, it was well, it was probably a very mild green. I feel like there might have been a green tint to it, but yeah, it, yeah. It no, was that sounds pretty, delicious. Put, it was put a piece so of, good. Put some locks on that bitch. Oh. Well, I'm even picturing like imagine like a, a pickle cream cheese on a Seattle dog, you know what I yeah, mean? Sure. So almost like mix yeah, the relish. Pretty and good. The, oh man, it was so. I never would have thought one of the best like New York bagel and cream cheese experiences I've had would be in <laughs> Eureka, California, Humboldt County. Um, but yeah, man, I would fuck up an egg bagel right now. Mm. What's your is, an, is your an favorite egg bagel, bagel egg? would fuck up you? An egg it bagel would. would fuck up me. No, my favorite is an everything bagel for sure. For sure. Uh, Egg, 
Egg is just like its own flavor, its own thing. So like yeah. a nice schmear of cream cheese, some lox, some capers on an egg bagel, maybe a little thinly sliced red onion on there. Mm-hmm. That's going to be that's going to be fantastic. Classic. I go with that. <clears throat> uh, everything bagel. You can put cream cheese on that. You can do the same thing, but uh, I go with more simple to appreciate the flavors of the toppings more. For sure. And then cinnamon raisin, you just put butter on Own that. category. Yeah, yeah it's, just, just, it's definitely yeah. doing its own thing. Favorite bagel? Favorite bagel. It's got to be everything. Everything. Yeah. I love it. I'm the man who wants everything. There yeah. are some of them where they mix the garlic chunks into the dough. Jeez, yeah. Nice. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you've got, you know, bites of garlic throughout. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I like a salt bagel. Salt bagel I, is really good. I'm a big fan of just salt, salt bagels. Salt really nice. They're excellent. Yeah. I feel like the salt bagels are... Um, are a little dangerous just because you have to like – I feel like every bagel kind of has its own little cream cheese hierarchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the sure. salt one, you can't pair it with like a super like salty cream yeah, cheese. Yeah, it's, like, it's already very salty. Yeah, you got to so go. So you got to go just normal cream regular. cheese. Normal or maybe veggie cream cheese. Yeah, you get a little bit of a uh, – yeah. I feel like most veggie cream cheeses are very like chive dominant. I, but I love chives. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm a big chive fan. I do love a chive. Um, I would – I would have to go. You guys covered all the good ones. Like the, everything was great. If you're in the right mood for like a cinnamon raisin, that's great. Love the salt. Uh, marble um, rye bagel. I do I like a marble recently. rye bagel. It's um, all right. Tasty. It's all right. I feel like the marble rye. I have to get toasted. Some bagels I can do without a toast. Oh, I gotta get. You gotta toast it all for me. Fair enough. Um, have you guys ever had a bialy? Bialy. Yeah. Bialy. Nice. They're great. They're just like oniony. 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 They don't have a hole. No hole. Yeah. No mm, hole. I'm unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. You got to go uh, two millimeters up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed talking about uh, bagels and uh, workouts with you guys. Yeah. yeah. This was a great podcast. This was a good one. This has been wonderful. We're only at what, like four hours and 27 minutes? About that, yeah. 16 so, hours, actually. Sounds good. Awesome. You'll yeah. be hearing the edited version. Um, it's only going to be uh, four hours and 19 minutes. So thank you for tuning in. Yeah, a whole trip good. to Vegas from LA. That'll be the whole podcast. Whole podcast. Uh, do you have any sort of socials you'd like to promote? Yes. Um, I released a TED Talk recently, which was a really fun experience oh, to check out. Just Eric Escobar TED Talk. Um, all of my stuff is uh, pretty much on my Instagram. So at Eric Escobar, that's E-R-I-K-E-S-C-O-B-A-R. I'd really appreciate a follow. Um, tell me you heard me on uh, <laughs> with, the, with the Rain City Jerks, and uh, I'll get you on my guest list for the next show if they offer a guest list. If they don't, please pay and support What was club. your TED Talk about? How to live a more fulfilling life through humor. Wow. Okay. And, um, that's a good one. Fun, fun little story about it. I thought it'd be a good bit if I came out as my own warm-up guy. Uh, I thought, yeah, that's a funny thing. And it was good. Only um, the day of our TED Talk, we sold like 300 tickets or whatever. They sold 300 tickets. Uh, COVID hit Montana. Ooh. So they refunded all the tickets. So I didn't really realize it. I was just going to do my thing. But I ended up doing the hype man bit for two camera guys. And it did not come across the same as I thought it would come across but it's still a fun set talk i'd appreciate you checking it out yeah check it out i'll check it out i will check it out check it out well thank you for being on uh rain city jerks episode eight yes season four season five okay perfect yeah we switched in the middle of the episode Mm -hmm. rolled over uh we recorded this in 1997 guys uh just as a point of reference if you're listening uh just took this long to come out head of the podcast boom (laughs) <laughs> that will happen. These are groundbreaking, <laughs> groundbreaking things we're doing. All right. Thank you, Bye. Eric.